What if it was possible to have local fresh groceries delivered right to your door? Think of all the free time you'd have. Well, Instacart gives unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Forgot that special ingredient in your favorite dish? Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as fast as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area, and save time and money. I've been using Instacart for over three years. I started using them in Arizona, and I'm using them here in Florida. I love the time-saving convenience. They pick the freshest products, and they keep my eggs safe, too. To receive your first delivery free, follow the link in the show notes so that Instacart knows that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Welcome to Empowered Within, a soul-quenching, transformational podcast that will set your soul on fire through candid and inspiring conversations. Leading experts, celebrities, healers, and I share our journeys of how we've overcome challenges to living an empowered life from within. I'm your host, Jennifer Pilates. Welcome to another episode of Empowered Within. Hello, everyone. I am so excited for today's show. We are discussing everything numerology and the information it contains to our everyday lives, practical, tangible, and empowering ways with the practical numerologist, Felicia Bender. Felicia is devoted to helping audiences uncover their life's purpose and so much more through numerology. Felicia is the author of Redesign Your Life, Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You, as well as Master numbers 11, 22, 33, the ultimate guide. Felicia is the resident numerologist for astrostyle.com and is featured in many media outlets, including Refinery29, Women's Health, Elephant Journal, and so much more. Welcome to the show, Felicia. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited, Jennifer. Yay! Yay, I'm so excited, numerology. Day. Oh, it so. is numerology day. And if anyone that knows me knows how much I love numerology and astrology and all of this great stuff and what an amazing honor to have you in May, which for me is my birthday month. And yes, also with all the interesting planets and retrogrades going on. So we're here to have so much fun today. Absolutely. So, I'm super excited. And you are. You're you're a May 7th baby. I know. I'm so excited. And I celebrate all month long. So I've already started. So, yeah. That, that is perfect. You're right on board with me. I'm like, it's it's birthday month. You Absolutely. Know, Life is so yeah. short. We should at least have a month, especially after this last year, if nothing else. <laughs> Absolutely. So Felicia, let's dive in. Tell me, how did you become this amazing expert numerologist? Well, that's always the $64,000 question, isn't it? It, um, it? it has a long winding road. I think like most people who end up doing something like this, my mother died when I was in my youngest, when I was in my thirties. And it was a very catalytic time for me as anyone who's experienced that at any time in their life and especially at a younger time. And, and we had this kind of tenacious intense a relationship when she passed. And so it really spurred me on to this kind of spiritual gauntlet is what I call it. I think many mm-hmm. people who end up pursuing metaphysical again, tools end up doing that from some kind of event that is mm-hmm. difficult. Absolutely. So for me, it brought me into energy healing. I started learning everything I could about intuition, about healing across the board. And yet really I'm 
a super pragmatic person, <laughs> a bit skeptical yeah, in, in many ways, in a healthy way. And so there was a certain point to where I, I was loving all of this, but there was a tool missing for me. And it just so happened that I was in a, in a bookstore, book flies out, like a Stephen King novel, not like the novel itself, but <laughs> like a scene sure. from a Stephen King novel. And it was a book that was not about numerology because honest to God, the cosmic joke here is that I hate math, my most anxiety producing mm-hmm. uh, subject. So those of you listening, if you hate math and you're like, eh, I don't even want to listen to anything about numerology. If I can do it, you can. And it really isn't math. It really is a language. It really is. Is what I've noticed. And yet I was really put off by the whole numbers thing. And yet the book talked about, it was about something else. And yet it had some numerology in it. And I was reading it and I just on a whim did the calculations and everything. And it was like a sledgehammer, cosmic sledgehammer to me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is so accurate. And I just started learning everything I could about it because it was this wonderful tool that is from an ancient science and yet it's also an interpretive art so it for me it was really the tool that i needed to to understand so many things and open so many things up for me including my own intuitive language that works with that yeah. so that's how that happened short story <laughs> i think that's an amazing story and i love it because sometimes even like you and i were both intuitive But sometimes you still want validation. I am a Taurus, so I'm always like, did I get that message? And numerology, and we were talking off air, you put out a monthly report that you send out to people's email, and it came before we knew we were going to do this interview, and I read it, and I thought, did she send this just to me? It was so spot on for my life for this month, and it just validated again how amazing numerology is. Just by a number of the month, the number five, the information that you gave was so impactful. I was blown away. It is very interesting. And one of the things that I'll often say about numerology itself is that truly it's something that fascinates me all. I think until the day I die, I will still be fascinated with it because it's so multifaceted and because I'm simply a translator, I'm simply an interpreter and I'm, I'm, perpetually fascinated at how it just never lies incredibly Mm -hmm. accurate and it's almost I'll I'll speak with clients and 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 everything and they're they're like oh and I said yeah it's creepy isn't it how strangely accurate it is so I love it for that reason and I just think it's a wonderful way again as a tool as a way for information for validation and for Mm -hmm. guidance 100%. So a little bit deeper for those that are like, okay, you've hooked me now, but what really is it? What is it? Yeah, what is it? (laughs) What is numerology anyway? Well, numerology, and I, there are different kinds of numerologies, just like astrologies. And if you weren't good at math, I don't know if you were paying attention in math class or Pythagorean, the Pythagorean theorem of geometry, same guy. No, I actually tried to buy my way out of that class, truth be told. I mm-hmm. bet you did. You achieve that too, you blackmailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but someone nice helped me. But yes, no, I've never been good at math. So geometry was not my thing. Not your mm-hmm. thing. So, and for those of you who were though, it's the same guy. He was a, a Greek mystic and, and he basically posits the idea with numerology that numbers carry with them, not only a quantitative value, right? Like one apple, two apples and so on. 
but that numbers carry with them a vibration and a frequency. And so we can, at this point in the world, willingly suspend our disbelief here. Go Because we are in the technological age, we do understand everything is digital, right, at this point. So it's right. a little easier, kind of, to wrap our brain around it because it's almost, what is the cloud anyway? Like where? Right, where is that? Up there somewhere, but it holds everything. It contains all that data. How? We don't really, it's just mind blowing. No, and we just allow it. (laughs) Yeah, we go, okay, yeah. Uh, Our cell phones, how does that work? The cell phone reception, all this stuff. So numerology really is, it's code. And we believe that we come in, you can use numerology for all kinds of things. More of my interest and my expertise is in how it helps us personally, because we can use our birth date and our full name as it's given on our birth certificate. And we can do calculations that can show each and every one of us the cycles of time we're going through, what we're experiencing, what we're learning through that. We can have our personality profile. I call it our purpose profile. We'll talk about one of those key elements today, that life path number. That's basically what you checked in to do. And it comes from your birth date. But we can see how you're going to express that, what your soul's urge is, all these different aspects. So it offers this amazing roadmap to what you came here to do. That is so interesting. Wow. You've mentioned a couple, but for you personally, like what benefits has numerology brought to your life? Oh my gosh. Just knowing my life path number, Val, it was just for me personally. And then for other people I work with, they're like, this is such a relief because often we know, not often, we always know intrinsically who we are. And yet mostly we're diverted from that. We're told that we're not that. We're told we're the expectations or something else all of those things. So just even knowing my life path number validate gave me permission to actually do it because I I was doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yet I was also really into some of the challenge points of it very distinctly because with the numbers you figure out, it'll tell you what the optimal is, what it's all about. And then because it's what we're here to do, it's going to be the most difficult thing for us to do. So we're going to have, excuse me, some intensive challenges and obstacles that come with it. And to even pinpoint those in terms of just the thematic, just the wording, just the the concepts around it are guide our guideposts. So whenever I'm feeling off track, I just go back to my keywords, <laughs> right? My key themes about what I'm at and it brings me back on track. Oh wow. Okay. So let's talk about life path numbers. How do we figure out our life path? How do we figure out who we are and what we're supposed to be doing here? All right, here we are. So those of you who are listening, get out your pen and paper unless you can do it in your head. But I always <laughs> say with anything numerology, just like if you're a carpenter, measure twice, cut once. So yes. always add more than once because if you're off one number, yes. you're really off, okay? You've given me permission to use your birthday yes. as, as an example. So what you will do is take your entire birthday and yours happens to be May 7th, 1973. In numerology, we are always reducing to a one digit number, just as a heads up. And so how does that work? This is, we're going to take the month, the day and the year, add them separately 
and then add them all together as three one-digit numbers. Okay. 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 And little sidebar, there are different modes uh, and different schools of thought about calculation. Okay. So this is the way that I calculate it. There are other ways. Again, we we don't need to what split hairs at this point. So let's see if we come up with the same adding since we're both such great mathematicians. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, here we go. May, you're born in May is the fifth month. So that is a number five. Mm -hmm. Pretty easy. And you're born on the seventh. Pretty easy again. That's a seven. Now it's going to get hard. Okay, you ready? I'm I'm joking. 1973, one plus nine plus seven plus three. One plus nine is 10 plus seven is 17 plus three. 18, 19, 20. That's what I've got. I'm using my calculator. So you're using your calculator. Now you're got, now you're going to go, well, but I got a 20. What does that mean? That is still a two digit number. And so you continue to add two plus zero equals two. two. I got okay? that. <laughs> so now we're going to take all of those numbers and add them together. Five plus seven plus two okay. equals 14. Okay. Yeah. And then one plus four equals five. Equals five. Which, by the way, five has always been one of my luckiest numbers. Isn't it? And this often happens. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite number. That's mm-hmm. my lucky number. That's a number that follows me all the time. So mm-hmm. I get that a lot in the numerology verse here. And so again, we're going to be very simplified today. And yet I do want to mention that there are some numbers in numerology called karmic debt numbers, not death, but mm-hmm. death. And, yes. and, and the 14 is one of those. So it adds just a really interesting depth and intricacy. There's a, a few more complex layers that go with Ooh. your life path number, and some windows of opportunity as well, okay. the way I see it. I didn't we really know. Don't, we really won't do that today. Okay. <clears throat> we'll talk about the flat out five, but, but just to, to have an awareness, there are some different elements that we get to work with numerology as well. You can get a little more in depth. Oh, I like that. Okay. Wonderful. So I'm a five. So now what do I do with myself? So now what do you do? Okay. The five. We'll start with the five and then we can talk about the other numbers just briefly, just so you have an idea of rushed up. Oh, very quickly before we do that, for those of you who may be doing yours and you're like, I got an 11 or I got a 22. Those are called master numbers. And we'll talk briefly about those. And yet those are considered, you keep those. I actually write them as an 11 slash two because you would take one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. But those also have a different complexity to them. Just have that as a mental note, if that's something you got a listener on your calculation. Yeah, let's go back to the five. Okay. Yes. So the five, and as a reminder, the life path is what you checked in to do. It really denotes your purpose uh, in life. And because uh, it is your purpose, it's what you're really learning about. You're mastering, you're evolving into it, really. So it's going to take a lifetime. We hope just one. (laughs) Yeah, yes, exactly. And because some people are like, when am I going to be done with this? I'm like, "Eh, again, no, never. You're going to get the full spectrum Mm -hmm. of this. So the five is what I call the sensual freedom seeker. Oh, yes. Sound good? So me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun, fearlessness, adventure. The five is a catalyst. The five is the agent of change. The five is always forward moving. 
great salesperson when it's something you you believe in and are passionate about. The five is here to experience experience. Everything is an experience. It's a sensual, tactile lifetime for you. You are here to feel it, to taste it, to Sorry, how you have sex with it? Yeah. So, okay, I'm in. So, hey, it yeah, is my birthday. Hey, it is my birthday on Friday. <laughs> All right, Felicia, sign me up. <laughs> sign you up, and so that and and that's the point of the five life path. It is this adventurous lifetime. So the beautiful thing here is that the five is this sort of frenetic energy. Oh my gosh. The five lives what I call an ADHD lifetime. Like you have no filter. Mm -hmm. 100%. A little little bit of FOMO going on Mm -hmm. for you. (laughs) I feel like someone asked me the other day, they said, so tell me, when did your transformation begin? And I started laughing and I said, which one? I said, I'm a cat with nine lives. Like which life? With with even more than that. Yeah, exactly. Again, spoken like a true five. A five is always experiencing things and it's, you're meant to do that. And yet the key element for the five, it's freedom through self-discipline. Interesting. Ah. Okay. Tell me more. Ah, the constructive use of freedom. So if you think about it, we think about freedom and we're like, I want to be free. I want to do whatever I want, however I want. I'm just going to do all that. That is actually just what? Self-indulgence. You think about it. Mm -hmm. So basically think about this, this concept, which is the no duh. And yet not really. If you want, for instance, financial freedom, what do you have to do? You got to train, you got to get a job, you've got to have a profession, you've got to save, you've got to figure out if you're earning enough to have the kind of financial freedom you want. You have to have the discipline to do that. The result of that discipline is financial freedom. If you want good health, you're not just going to sit around drinking and eating and playing video games. You have to have some discipline. You have to have some routine. You have to all of that. So that kind of self-discipline uh, again, gives you the freedom of health that you're looking for. So see how that clicks off all Interesting. of Interesting. The- yes, yes, I and do. The for the five mm. is more often in excess, in escape, self-indulgence, until you learn how to balance that, until you learn how to do that. The biggest thing for the five is focus and follow through prioritizing. It's very hard for the five to prioritize because there's so many things, so many bright and shiny objects and you want to do them all and you want, and you give them equal weight. And so often it's just this cacophony of being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Right. 100%. I would say that's where I'm at this month. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. So those are some of the key components. So when I look at the numerology, I would say as a five, the most constructive, again, freedom through self-discipline, fun, fearlessness, adventurousness, agent of change. Those are some of the key elements. So always think about, though, when we're talking about numerology, that we will be challenged with the opposing forces. Okay. Because if you're learning it, how to be fearless, what do you got to do? You have to get through the fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to face your fears. You got to move through them. And so fives have a higher level of fear factors usually. Mm-hmm. And often they're a little bit inexplicable. Yep. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. A little 
on that realm. Uh It's again, so fearlessness, you have higher levels of fear. It's a fun and adventurousness. I know fives who hyperventilate at the idea of packing their suitcase. Flying, especially right now, I have anxiety situations and in general with flying. And so the idea of, of being constrained in any way for that entire flight day. So my new thing I have flipped my fear and said, and I've been researching for five years now, an RV. I'm ready for my RV. So I'm flipping it. You're flipping it while you're moving it into what's doable for you. Mm -hmm. And I really am glad you said that about feeling confined and restricted, because if you're all about freedom, guess what? Yeah. You're going to spend most of your life, most fives I know, always in some either very exaggerated way or subliminal way, feel smothered. Restricted, confined, all of those feelings and often with relationships, one step in, one foot out, one foot in, one foot out, one foot in, one foot out. Maybe. Maybe that's true. Maybe. And yet you get to that point where it's been there, done that. Right. Oh, 100%. If I've been there, done that, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I love uh, about this whole, if it resonates with you and you're like, oh man, so me, you can come back to those key words and go, oh, this is a fear. Is this a real fear? It's always a real fear. And yet, how do I work through it? Because it's important to work through it rather than avoid it. Okay. So I just heard in my head, like, okay, if I'm having this fear of being constrained. So let's give even this last year as an example. My first thought, and you can laugh, numerous people laughed at me as I said, okay, I need a house with a boat, with a garden, with goats, with chickens, with an RV, and either a private jet or a helicopter. I looked at it as that gives me all my means of transportation for an out, no matter which way I can feed myself and survive on my own. And I'm a happy girl. There you go. Are you ready to lose inches, increase strength, and tone your body from head to toe? Are you ready for a total body, mind, and spirit transformation? I am excited to announce that I am launching my exclusive eight-week Pilates Return to Life training program. This will give you an opportunity to have a total body, mind, and spirit transformation of health and wellness to a new lifestyle. Imagine in seven days, you will feel a difference. In 14 days, you will see a difference. And in eight weeks, you will have your new Pilates body. So what do you say? Want to join me on the mat? Head over to jenniferpilates.com today. Space is limited. Use a special promo code EW and the word special, EW special to receive $200 off while space is available. Head on over to jenniferpilates.com and I'll see you on the mat. Nothing. Like, that's that. interesting. Even though we're just talking right. uh, path today, also understand that there are other uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. So sometimes also a really good thing to say is if when I talk briefly about each life path, if you go, man, that doesn't that doesn't resonate with me. Understand there are other numbers that comprise your chart. So sometimes your life path is something you're really stretching toward given your other propensities with your other numbers. And yet I would say also you're, you have an eight number eight expression. It's like your rising sign. Okay. uh, Like astrology. Okay. 
And the eight is money, power, finances, all of that. So you're like, you're thinking big all the time. All a lot of people, but you're like, I want my jet. I want my goats. I want the whole thing. I know. I want a jet and my goats and my chicken. I don't think that's a big deal. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that to everyone? And yet that was, that's a very interesting way that you think that you perceive things and that you express your five. Okay. So I have to ask, I'm intrigued because now the same thing with astrology and we won't go there because you we're not that, but astrology also has thrown me off because of the math and the planets. But as you just said, the rising sign. Now, where did you come up with the eight? I'm just curious. It That is, again, that's something we won't do here because okay. it's much involved. Okay. Uh, it's from your full name as it appears on your birth certificate. Okay. Did I yeah. give that to you? I can't remember. As so a I gave you a J and A and an R. Yep. Okay. Just checking. Okay, cool. Yep. So that's yep. really interesting. So from the life path, there's another number and that talks about the years, like the mm-hmm. one through nine years. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about that? That is the personal year cycle. So in numerology, we believe that we go through nine year cycles throughout our lives, birth to death. I call it knowing the theme to your party because it's much more fun that way. Love that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing the theme, knowing if you're going to go to a party for 12 whole months, you want to make sure you're knocking on the right door and you're wearing the right outfit. Exactly. It's so important. Oh my God. Yes. Always show up a little more dressed than you need to be. Yeah. And if not a little late, no, I'm kidding. Exactly. So. Always 10 minutes late. <laughs> Only to a party. Everything else, I'm 10 minutes early. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Only to a party to be cool. So with that said, the personal year cycle, basically, again, there are different ways of calculating this. The way that I do it, it, it runs from January 1st of every year okay. through December 31st with a, okay. a little bit of accentuation around your birthday. And with a, a peak performance of it in, in September, just okay. in, in your brain. And so those personal year cycles, again, are give you, they're truly an energy that, it, that you're feeling that it, and it's what's supporting you. And it also indicates the experiences that you'll be given <laughs> during that period of time. So it's great to know your theme and to also know what the caveats might be or what the challenge points mm-hmm. might be. I so love that. A little preview. You can prepare. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. And free and very briefly, the way it's a very easy calculation with this. So with you, it would, for those of you listening, and we will take your, uh, the month, which is May for you, the seventh, which is the seventh. And then we will do 2021 ah. because that's current year. Current year. So we're going to okay. find out what the current year is. So two plus zero plus two plus one is five. And remember, May is five, the seventh is seven. So if we add that together, five plus seven plus five, that is 17. One plus seven equals eight. Another eight. Eight personal year, darling. Mm. So this is the beginning of a three-year transition cycle for you. Three-year push. It's better than the last three. No, (laughs) the last three are pretty challenging, Felicia. (laughs) I bet. Last year was a very soul-seeking, introspective, break it wide Mm -hmm. open if you're willing to go there. Yes. I don't know that I was willing, but I definitely was dragged and kicked and screamed all the way through it. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. But yeah, it was a challenging year last year. 
Yes, it can really open you up to some deep things that need reconfiguration, need healing. The seven is that spiritual seeker. It's really asking you to step into yourself on its more evolutionary what? Plane, no matter the lack of a better way of saying it. The eight is a money year. It's about finances. It's about really looking at those and getting those in line in the Mm -hmm. way you'd like to. And yet overall, it's mostly about power and and empowerment. I find that each personal year is going to trigger us in the area that is the thematic in what's going on right now. So in whatever level, whether it's relationships, whether it's your health, whether it's spirituality, whether it's whatever your key element where you feel a sense of disempowerment is where you're going to be pushed this year. Okay. Okay. But it is, it's a testing year. The eight is a tester. It's like boot camp. This is mm-hmm. nonstop. This has been nonstop. And I think how cool is it that the name of the podcast is Empowered Within? Yes. And that's what's launching this year. And that's been a big push this year. And then the relaunch of the clothing line. But that is talk about being in line with my number for this year with the podcast. I mean, that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then next year is a closing out time. So I'm glad you brought up next year because it is a number that I wanted to bring up with you. So it's a number nine because nine comes after eight. And for our listeners, when you do dive deeper into numerology, sometimes the number nine gets a bad rap for that year. I would like Felicia to help change that mindset a little bit because I know sometimes people look at it and they go, oh, and I myself originally did that a couple of years ago. Someone gave me a numerology reading and said, let me do this for you. And they told me that I was going into a number nine year and it was, it was not accurate and it wasn't a very good situation. I would like to help anyone so that they can empower themselves and do this themselves and understand the number and have a better thought process going and a better understanding going into it to go, oh, it's a number nine versus. Oh, oh, my friend, the nine. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I love that you are bringing that up in this way because I attempt to do that whenever possible (laughs) uh, because there really isn't anything that's ever bad. It's almost like shaking like Hamlet. Nothing's good nor bad, but thinking makes it. So yes, the nine often does get a bad rap. So if if you think about it, we look at the numbers one through nine. One is new starts, beginnings, I, self, ego. The nine is the bookend of that. It's universal wisdom, compassion, humility, humanity, others, giving, selfless service. It's often in numerology known as the number of limited rewards. That in itself sounds so crappy. So I always make sure to go. And what that means is that during this year, you're going to be guided to do what you're doing because you can't not do it. God, I almost feel like I'm in that this year too. How interesting. You have a nine in your chart. So there you go. You're Mm -hmm. (laughs) here. You're in simpatico with this whole energy. So let's put it into context. And when it shows up as a personal year, let's give you why people usually go, "Ah!" because it is a year of completions and conclusions. This is a, a very transitional and transformative year that, and often what do we need for that? We need things to change. Right. And change is hard. Change is hard. People aren't really friendly with change. They want their life to change, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to change anything they're doing in order to to get that. So the nine personal year pushes change. 
And yet the change that it's pushing is change that absolutely needs to happen. It's this kind of retrospective time where you're looking back and going, what's working in my life? What isn't? What has run its course? What needs to move out? It's almost like Marie Kondo in your life. What needs simplicity? What needs to go so that I have room? For what's coming in. The issue is during a nine personal year, you often have to be in this liminal space for a little bit without knowing, without knowing what's coming in. You got to let it go first. And that's super scary. That's super, super challenging. That's the unknown. That's the fear. That's the not necessarily a friend of the Taurus or number five. And yet the beauty of it is to learn the value of the the nine is always uh, teaching us in its height and level, not to be too woo-woo or lofty about the real concept of that everything is is temporary. The good is temporary. The bad is temporary. However, we conceptualize that, right? Right. Um, So everything is temporary. And to really evaluate what's working and what isn't and allow it to and let go surrender i love how you just described the number nine completely different from other explanations or the verbiages that i've read so i if i can ask a question about the number nine because i know this is going to come up for somebody else that has looked somewhere else and so there are a couple of things and again this stands out because of a situation that i had when i was given that number inaccurately in an inaccurate year And it was all about major life changes, major life crisis, death. It was like what I read, like I literally sent me into a panic attack. And I will say I'm no longer, you know, speaking with that person because they didn't understand what they like. You just can't drop a bomb like that on someone. There's so much power in these words. There really is. See, I look at it and I go, because I have to say when I thought about this and I thought, okay, I know I'm going into a nine next year. So I have to ask Felicia about this because I feel like between the last three years, not even including what the world went through, I have had personal health crisis, family health life crisis. I've had death in my family this past year. I've had major upheaval and mood. You name it. So now I'm sitting back here going, Felicia, I'm a little concerned about my nine. Here's, here's my response to you, Jennifer. And it's this. The nine is, especially when we're intuitively in alignment, we're prepping as we go. Okay. Love that. Understand. Yeah. So you get it. So some people aren't prepping and at the end, it's like a big sledgehammer. Often when you're intuitively aligned, you're prepping as you go, which doesn't mean it's still not happening. And yet what I want to say is when you're prepared, this is a year where dreams come true. So it could be almost the culmination of all this. It's absolutely, it can be absolutely magical. And I'm going to give you a a real world example. This is extreme. And yet it actually was, I was teaching a workshop one time and a woman shared this who was in her nine personal year. And we were like, okay, how's that showing up for you? And she says, oh my gosh, this year, this is the best year of my life. We were like three quarters of the way through the, the personal year. And I was like, Oh, wow. Tell me more because usually it's very tumultuous for people. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, she was, I think in her fifties, she said, I finally got a divorce. 
I've been wanting to get a divorce for years and I finally did it and it was final. My son graduated from college. He has a great job. He's moved on. I feel so confident and he's out and doing well. I quit my job that I've been wanting to quit forever. I moved to a different town. Here I am. I have no idea what I'm doing or where I'm going. And I am in heaven to see what happens next. That is a phenomenal mindset. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) rock on. Because she was, if you think about it, even psychologically, those are things what divorce, move. Those are the five major categories of driving you insane. Yeah, yeah, major. And yet she was absolutely ready. Absolutely ready. So it's one of those years, Jennifer, where you can have been griping and moaning about your job for the last three years. And suddenly you get fired. You're like, you you hate your job. You've been talking about leaving it for this long. We've been giving you time. Now we're going to do it for you. We're going to give you a push. I like that. Okay. So I also like the idea of what you said when you're so intuitive, you are cleaning up some of that baggage along the way. So it might not be so intense. And I'd like to say thank you now to God and my angels because they know that I work better that way. Yes. (laughs) And also it's a matter of really coming to terms with experiencing this kind of transformative change. And being involved emotionally, because it is all emotional, and yet also practicing your spirituality. It's giving you the opportunity to walk the walk and talk the talk. Amen. Oh, wow. So that's huge. Okay, so let's ask this, because I know I had mentioned to a couple of people that I was bringing you on, and they're like, you know the questions that they wanted to know. When are we more likely to get married and or get into a serious relationship if maybe marriage isn't in that person's cards? Who knows? But they're like, when does that happen? What I also am very clear about is it can happen any year, okay? Any year, and yet numerologically, the energy is very supportive of relationships in that way in a number two Mm -hmm. personal year and a number six personal year. Uh, The six is known as uh, the marriage and divorce time. So it's if you're upping upping the commitment level, upping the ante in a six personal year or recommitting if you're in one. Or if it's been hovering on maybe not, then it's often a time where you decide to to call it quits. The two and the six are very relationship-centered and relationship-focused, often a time where you will find your one up-level to an engagement or a marriage, depending on where you are. Very cool. Okay. So am I considered in the business financial years? Is that where the eight, nine is? Yes. The eight. And yet I also want to say that sometimes, sometimes there are so many nuances, right? And it's hard to, it's impossible to talk about all of them. Yet I find that it, yes, it's very much about money, but to me and my experience, it's mostly at the get-go about empowerment. So really struggling with the empowerment part, you have to clean that up first. Before you get it truly that, that was last year into this year. And then it was like, once the light switch went on, look out, here she comes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And again, you have an eight in your chart. So you have some connected tissue here, some ongoing themes that mm-hmm. I'm sure that you work with in life. Yeah, definitely. How interesting. Okay. So let me ask you this, Felicia, what is the biggest aha moment you've had when it comes to numerology and your, Oh, that's a tough one. There's a lot of them. 
And yet in my own life or in my experience with others, because it really is an incredible tool for me to understand my loved ones and all of that. And yet I'll just leave that over there for a moment. Sure. I think for me, I had a very challenging, let's put it that way. I'm trying to get the word right. (laughs) It would be best almost seven years ago. And it really kicked me to the curb. And I knew because I knew that I was in a huge transition period, changing cycles, not only personal year cycle, but there's also something called a pinnacle cycle in numerology. And I was shifting into my fourth and final one. And my fourth and final one is an eight. And that is really giving you a lot of tests, accelerated tests in power, in money and all of this stuff. And I was getting it all. And I, honest to goodness, would literally be almost on my knees crying, but it was a laugh cry. I can't believe this is happening. Like what? No, because I knew why it was happening. I knew why. And I knew that if I, if, and not only if, when I made it through that standing up and standing strong, that I could, that I literally could do anything. And if I didn't have that information in front of me and that it really made sense to me and resonated, I could have really gone other direction. The similarities between numerology and astrology, they're similar yet very different. They may deliver the same message, but in different ways. So you may resonate with one more than the other. Very is what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very complimentary. And I love the let's be prepared. Let's all, we should know what's coming. If we know a Mercury in retrograde is coming at the end of this month, oh, by the way, we know to watch out for our cars, our computers, our communication. It's just, again, goes back to knowledge is power. And if then when the computer goes on the blink, it's not that big of a deal because it's part of the process and you're going to move through it. Yeah. And you can actually, I find that those are times when you actually get um, humor out of it. What's really funny now that you say that is on Sunday, I went out to get in my car and it looked like the whole electrical was fried. I was like, oh my, because I've been in a car when a battery died before. And I was like, it doesn't look like this. It doesn't feel like this. And I was trying to keep myself even keeled. But if I had only thought in that moment of which I didn't, that Mercury is going into retrograde at the end of the month and where our energies are already pooling, I would have giggled and went, it really is just the battery. Thank goodness it ended up being just the battery. But now that you're saying this, it's it's that it's all that stuff that sometimes as much as and I know and our listeners as being an intuitive, an empath, a psychic, a human being, sometimes we just get pulled into the rabbit hole and we have to remember to take a minute, breathe. And then find that grounding point, whatever that is, and bring it back to the numerology or the astrology or whatever is grounding to go, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And to trust, really. That's a big one, though. And to to have that interesting level of allowance and action. 100%. Yeah, to do that right action and yet allow the flow and allow things to allow. (laughs) Right. To find the flow, to be comfortable with flowing, to find the alignment in the flow. It's always an ebb and flow. (laughs) You're always working on those things. Yes, there are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You've educated me further in my numerology love and education and insightfulness with everything that you've brought forth today. For our listeners that would like to reach out and connect with you more, have their own private one-on-one numerology with you, or I know you also offer courses, where can our listeners find you and reach out? You can find me on my website. It's FeliciaBender.com. 
And I'm of course on Instagram and, and Facebook and also on YouTube. So you can have some, there's some video there and you can get that through my website as well. Wonderful. Felicia, thank you again so much for being here, for sharing your insights, your incredible energy. I do hope that we can pry you back as an ongoing guest now and again to help us all stay sane with numerology throughout our days. Wonderful. I would really love it. So enjoy your birthday month. Oh, thank you, Felicia. All right, listeners, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Empowered Within with Jennifer Pilates. Your feedback is important. It helps me to connect with you and gives me insight into who you are and what you're enjoying about the show. For today's show notes and discount codes from today's sponsors, head over to jenniferpilates.com. Until next time, may you live an empowered life from within.